Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Wait For It. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said when we gathered in your name that you'd be here in the midst of us, and we believe that you are. We thank you for revelation knowledge. We thank you that you're teaching us how to receive from you, and we just receive whatever you have for us today. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. God is so good. I'm so excited for today's message. Mark 11, 24. It's, Jesus said, for this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it's granted to you, and you will get it. And that's what God wants to talk to us about today. And Jesus taught us in Mark 4 that as soon as we heard the word, this is a word, as soon as you hear it, as soon as you get your hopes up, Satan is going to come and try to steal that word from you. And he does that. And God gave me this awesome dream that I want to share with you. And in the dream, I didn't know they were demons in the dream till God showed me some kind of weird animals. And I was shooting them. And uh, they were, they just kept coming and I kept shooting them. And he said, that's how it is when you start believing for something. Because as soon as you hear the word, Satan's going to come and try to steal it. And so he sends all his little angels to us. And, you know, he uses all these tactics to try to get us to stop believing. Because if you believe, what's going to happen is you're going to receive what you ask for. And so his part is to keep that from happening. He doesn't want what you're believing to manifest because then it makes God look good. It shows you that God is good and he wants good for you. And so in the midst of believing, we're going to have an, the enemy come against us and try to steal that answer from us. And, you know, he comes with all kinds of ploys. And Jesus taught us that in Mark 4. He uses distraction, lust of the flesh, offense, all kinds of things to keep us from receiving from God. So, you know, say you're, you're believing God for um, something that costs some money and um, you want to oblige him because he said, oh, no, man, nothing. So you start believing him for something. And then as soon as you do, the enemy is going to come and he's going to try to get you to get it yourself or to borrow the money for it. He's going to try to get you to stop. And like in the dream, you know, he just keeps coming. He keeps coming. And so it's like you have to go through this, this time where you got to wait for it to happen. You got to wait for it to manifest. And while you're waiting, you just keep saying no to Satan, that you believe that God is faithful and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. God is going to do what he said he's going to do. He is faithful to his word. But we have to understand, Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything in Mark 4. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. Jesus said that the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. He's against God. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. And the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. So God is offering us these things when we believe. Whatever you ask for in prayer, if you believe it, you're going to get it. So the enemy is going to come to try to get you to not believe it. It could be for your healing. It could be 
for all kinds of things. When we start believing God for something, the enemy, he's going to come in with all his, just like in the dream, all his little demons and try to get us to stop believing. He is. And lots of people don't realize that. And so that's why they never receive from God, because they end up taking one of his ploys and doing it a different way. And then God never really has the chance to do his part. So if we wait for it, if it's something that costs money and um, you'd have to borrow to get it, if you wait for it, you're not going to have that debt. If it's a health issue, if you wait on God, you're going to have the best answer. You, you maybe wouldn't have to have surgery or take some medication. You could have the answer from him. Like I th- a good example I think of is that God has made all these fruits and vegetables and they're so good for us. And if we ate them, fruits and vegetables and all kinds of other good things, and if we ate his way, then we wouldn't have to take medication. We wouldn't get sick. We wouldn't have surgery. And so instead of quick running to the doctor and taking away that really isn't that good for us anyway, like when you take medication, there's so many side effects and you end up getting sick from them. And the same with chemotherapy, you know, God has a better way. And if you go to him and you wait on him and do it his way, you won't have to go the other route. And so many things in life that we're doing without God, if we would wait for him, wait on him, go to him, get his answer, and then do it his way, wait for it, then we can have a much better life. We can have that life that Jesus said he came to give us. I have come that you may have life until it overflows. That is good. And we're not living that life because we're really not believing. And we're not believing because we take another route. And that's what Satan wants. He wants us to take another route. He wants us to go do it a different way so that we're not giving glory to God. Jesus said, if we're in agreement, you can ask anything, and then you're going to get it, and you're going to be bringing glory to the Father. You're going to be proving to be true disciples of His. And God so longs for us to do that. He, you know, He's been talking to us. I don't know, for like two weeks about receiving from him, teaching us how to receive from him. He wants us to have his good, and he wants us to show the Father. He wants us to show him. He wants us to prove that his will is good and perfect. And so doing it his way, what you need, Jesus said it, is going to be added to you. But Satan wants you and and um, I think it's yeah Matthew six, um, Jesus talks about all these ways that the world, those without God, run in circles trying to meet their need. But if we would just seek God's way of doing and being right, then what we need would be added to us. I want to live in the added to us kind of life, don't you? I don't want to be spending my life getting things for myself. Because God's way is to love, to give of yourself. And when you give of yourself, then you're not trying to get, and then you're letting God add to you. God's way is love. His whole kingdom revolves around love. Give, and it'll be given to you. He wants to add to us. He's not trying to take anything from us. He's trying to add to us. And if we believe he can do it, 
but if we don't believe, then he can't do it. So, you know, in the midst of believing God, Jesus gave us revelation knowledge. He said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come. And so it's our part to get out that gun and start shooting all those little demons that come our way. It's our part to resist them, to learn the word of God and learn how to receive from God and to just put your flesh aside. You know, who wants to wait? I mean, our flesh wants it and our flesh wants it now. All of a sudden you decide you want something and you want it now. You want it yesterday. And God is saying, wait. If you go to him, that still small voice will say, wait, because he has something better for you. And But, you know, it just is a tough thing to put your flesh aside and say, wait, God has a better way. And sometimes it's just that he has something better for you than you're thinking that you can maybe afford on your own or, um, you know, maybe something better than you can get from the doctor, of course. God has good for us. He has more for us than we can ask or think. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full. Um, Ephesians 3.20 says, He has super abundantly more for us than we can even ask or think, more than we can imagine. And so if we wait, if we wait on Him, get His answer, get His provision, have things added to us, we're going to be able to live that good life. But if we keep providing for ourselves, if we keep doing it the way the world does it, not only are we not going to have the best, but we're not showing that God is the best. We're not bringing glory to His name. And I want to do that. I want to show that God is good. And so um, the word that I have for us today is wait. I want to wait and see what He has to say. I want to wait and let Him add it to me instead of getting it myself. I want to wait. And, you know, you've probably heard this before, but it's coming to me again. As you wait, you serve. You just keep serving. And then all of a sudden, God starts adding to you. He says to me so often, you take care of my stuff, I'll take care of yours. You tell the people what you know, what I'm showing you. You give them that revelation knowledge, and then I'll make sure all your needs are met. Because he's so desperate for us to know, for us to know him, for us to know how to receive from him. He wants us to have good in our lives, his will in our lives, not our own. He has, just like you got more for your kids than they can give themselves, you know, um, God has more for you. If if one of your children are going to go out and just get something that um, is used, you're going to say, hey, wait a minute, I got something better for you. I want to buy you this. That's the way God is. He wants to give more to you than you can ask or think. Let's just bring glory to his name and wait. Wait for it to come. Stop getting it ourselves. Stop stepping out in front of him. That's what he's saying today. You know, it starts with asking Jesus to come and live on the inside of you. And if you want to say that prayer with me today, he gave his life so that you could have that super abundant, more than you could ask or think kind of life. He gave his life for you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He shed his blood so we could be right with the Father, so we can be forgiven, so we can make mistakes and still be okay. He did everything for us so that we could have that more than you can ask for, super abundant, full life. And so if you want to ask him 
to come and live on the inside of you so you can have all that. That's where it starts. And then you commit to him. He says, he says, word, John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. And so when you look to the word, you're looking to him and you learn, you get revelation knowledge, and then you start receiving from him and then you bring glory to his name. And you are living in glory in heaven on the earth. That should be our objective to live in heaven on the earth. So Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, he's knocking on the door of your heart, and if you invite him in, he's such a gentleman, he's not going to force his way in, but if you invite him in, he's going to come and live on the inside of you, and he's going to teach you his way. And it's a, it's a commitment that you make. It's a relationship. You commit to him, and then he teaches you how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth, living in heaven on the earth, and then you represent him, and then when you leave here, you get to go live with him. Um, you, you have eternal life with him in the new heaven and the new earth, or in heaven if you leave here before the new earth. Anyway, it, it's all good. He's awesome. And if you want me to say that prayer with you, I would love to, dear Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are good and you want to live on the inside of us, and we're just inviting you right now to do that. We thank you. We praise you that you are there. We just believe you are. We thank you that we're going to hear your voice. You're going to teach us. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to manifest yourself to us and make our life so much better than it was before. We just we commit to rely on you, depend on you, and to do life your way. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. In your name, in your holy name. Amen. God is so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I love it so much. If you let me know, if I inspired you in any way, I'd love it also if you let me know. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you.